Hey there, it's Rasa. Just checking in for the show to remind you to follow the Patreon link at youmustknoweverything.com for way cool stickers, shoutouts, birthday greetings, and bonus content. Or shop our store for vexing question t-shirts, hoodies, and mugs for yourself or the special someone in your life. Now, on with the show! Hi, Dad! Hello, Rasa! How you doing? I am chirping with the birds. Awesome. Are you ready to know everything? Eager student, reporting for duty. All right, let's do it. Today, I have a theory about whether time moves faster or slower, depending on whether you're a kid or an adult. But the pattern flips depending on whether you're in the past or the future. Oh my gosh. I am very confused already, but I'm an adult. That's just the way we are. Please explain. Well, I've noticed when we're talking about the past, pretty recent ago for adults is forever ago for kids. Can you give me an example? Yes. A couple days ago, I was sitting in the kitchen and you and mom were saying, you know, recently this store opened. And I was like, Oh, it did? I didn't know that. When did it open? And you guys said, five years ago. What? That makes no sense. For me, five years ago is half my lifespan. But for you, five years ago is so recent. It's like one second. Well, I wouldn't quite go that far, but yeah. It is a pretty new store in the history of stores in our town since we've been here. But it goes the other way when we're talking about the future. For example, if you say, you better get ready for something, it's happening soon. And I ask, when's it happening? And you say, in two weeks. And I go, that's not soon. It's forever from now. Aha. So, five years ago in the past is forever from now for you, but recent for us. Two weeks from now is soon for us, but forever from now for you. So, long periods of time backwards and long periods of time forward have totally different measurements for kids and adults. And which one seems long and which one seems short? Switches? Precisely. I'm glad you've grasped the point. Seems to be a little confusing. So, is there any amount of time that we can agree on is soon or far away for both of us? Well, maybe. We both think one second is really, really short. And we both think one century is pretty long. And we have a decent agreement on how soon it is to lunch. But we completely disagree about whether it's been soon or forever since I last had dessert. Are you ready for today's poem? Yes, what is it? It's called Risk by Anais Nin. And then the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. Mm. I'm picturing a person as a flower daring to bloom. May I read it? But of course. Risk by Anais Nin. And then the day came when the risk to remain tight 
in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. What do you think is going on, Napole? Well, as I said, it's comparing a person opening up and taking a chance to a flower opening up and taking a chance. And it makes me see both people and flowers in a new way. Yeah, same here. I think that this poem, it's so small, but it's so powerful. It just tells this story where the risk to remain closed up and tight was more painful. And so she decided to blossom. She decided to go out in the world. Flowers do this seasonally, as do buds of trees and probably many other plants. But they also do it daily. There are times of day when flowers are wide open, and there are times of day when they're closed. How do you decide yourself when to open up and be vulnerable, but also grab all that sunlight that life offers versus when to close up, when it's too scary or when it's just not safe? Well, every night I curl up and I go to sleep. And sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I want to stay curled up. And I know for some people, that feeling's even stronger. They're not sure they're ready to face the day. But I get up and I open up. And good things come when I do. I learn things at school and in books. I play with my friends and have fun. I eat. I enjoy. And sometimes I even take time to smell the flowers that have opened up too. segment of the show. Do you have a vexing question for me? Yes. This question comes from Mary in Yarmouth, Maine. She asks a vexing question related to purchasing flavored seltzer water. Which is better for the environment? A six pack of aluminum cans or one two liter plastic bottle? Wow. That's a great question. I'll look it up, drink some fizzy water, get back to you. All right. I'm back, and I've got the answer to your vexing question. Aluminum and plastic bottles each have environmental advantages and disadvantages. Aluminum cans are easier to recycle and produce less ocean waste, but put almost twice as much carbon into the atmosphere. That's why beverage companies are increasingly offering aluminum can options for flavored waters and using more recyclable or biodegradable plastic. In the end, if you want to help the environment and drink your fizzy water, try and find cans or bottles made from recycled or recyclable materials, and then actually recycle them when you are finished. Even more important, Work within your community to establish or expand its recycling options so as many people as possible can do their part to help the planet, too. You must know everything was produced by me, 
Rossa Smith, and him, Jeremy Smith. And the amazing music was by Furniture. Join us on Patreon, shop our store, submit your own vexing questions, and listen to more than 100 previous episodes at our website, youmustknowEverything.com. Please rate, review, and share the show. And please tune in next time for everything you need to know.